Hello and welcome to The Cast of Us, a podcast dedicated to The Last of Us on HBO and brought to you by the lovely Fan Critical Podcast Network and that word, or words, Fan Critical, will be very important later on, so please do uh, retain that information, if you will. Of course, we are finally here with our season wrap-up. We have had mm. a few weeks to digest our thoughts and come back to you with our final Blueberry score for the season. And as always, I'm joined by my fellow survivors. First up is a man so hardened by the apocalypse that now all is left is a stern and angry beast. And we are all left to wonder if there is anything that can soften his critiques. Mm. It's John. Is that me, is it? (laughs) Hello. Yes. (laughs) How you doing, you right? Hello, John. Yeah, you know, keep on trucking, son. Keep on trucking. That's what I always say. Trucking and fucking. Who has somehow (laughs) a survivor who has somehow managed to stay alive despite all of the illnesses, all of the injuries, and his general unsuitability for the harsh environment in which he finds himself? It's little Gareth. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm a sweet summer child, but I've been ill once. I've been ill once in this series, Gareth. You too. The amount of illnesses. You've you've mess you, you know you've been you've been ill once like publicly, but the amount of messages we get like <laughs> I'm not feeling great. I might not be able to do the pod this week. Come on, mate. Come on now. Well, that's because he doesn't want to do the pod. It's not an illness, is it? Was <laughs> <laughs> it, it? Dog ate my homework. Dog ate my homework. Um, of course, I'm your host, Len. Um, are you boys all right? We're all, we're all actually in good spirits. I feel. Mm. Gar- I just had Gareth over for dinner, John. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, he yeah. came over. Would you eat the arm or the leg? This is the, li- the little one. We, uh, I made a beef brisket lasagna, and it was lasagna, disgusting. Yes, no, it was excellent. It was excellent. Well done. That's um, all you ever make, isn't it? I'm pretty sure every time I've <laughs> yes. been over to Lens, well, certainly in the UK. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I made you whiskey tacos last time you were. That over was in there, Australia, but job. in the UK. Yeah. Like every time I go over, you'd be like, "Oh yeah, just uh, doing lasagna and that." Like, Again. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's Italian yeah, heritage. It's a different it? take on lasagna. It's Italian heritage. Hey, Alex and Leonardo. Hey, my lasagna. Oof, God. Hopefully, we get some complaints there. Mm. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we will. I'm sure we will. Anyway, uh, now look, we've really sat on this information for a while about our <laughs> score for the season. Okay. Now, John. I'm going to come to you first Why? because because you think I'm going to score at the lowest, so you want to start. Yes, yeah. and it's in the notes. You are first up, and I don't change my notes ever. <laughs> so, what are your thoughts, John? The Last of Us season one, big hopes coming into the season, and I would say, from my perspective, you've scored this show the highest of anything since Watchmen. I'd say. Mm. So, come on. Give me your season Come score on. and synopsis, Come on. Sonny Jim. Come on. <laughs> Come on. He's willing me to give it five bloobs, isn't he? Um, <laughs> to be honest, I am not thinking about scoring The Last of Us yet. I'm still looking at all these Mawam that uh, Mawam <laughs> is a popular sweet. Um, uh, probably in... A candy. Is it a European sweet? Feels like... Yeah. It is yeah, it Swedish is. or something, yeah. Is it? I think Let's have a look French. on the packet. I think it's Let's French. See if it... There you go, a little bit of a- no ASMR for... Yeah, you hear that? No. Yeah, well, this bizarre segment is happening. I'm going I'm to look up the origin of Malwan. Yeah, yeah, please do. Um, I uh, This is my wife's desk that I podcast from, and uh, it's just covered in Malwan. Uh Strawberry <laughs> flavour. <laughs> That is not an analogy. It is genuinely a thing. Yeah, go see a doctor if it's Mawam that comes out, I'll be honest. But um, So we've got strawberry. I have an answer. Oh, go on. Go on, Gaz. Um, so it's actually it's owned by Haribo. Um, and it's... Uh, oh, it's, is it? Yeah. It's, it's German in origin. See, that there annoys me because I would think Mawam... Ich ein Mawam. Right, more complaints. I would think Mawam and Haribo are going at it. Are we right. are we trying to are we trying to piss off Ooh. as many European listeners as possible? <laughs> May as well. But anyway, May as well. But uh, so there's a number of flavors here: so strawberry, orange, apple, uh, raspberry. But then there's one, and there's not any left of them. Yeah, look at this, boys. 
Yeah, so oh, a little, little bit more of the old ASMR there. Um, it's Coca-Cola flavour. Like, oh, okay. Wow, bizarre, yeah, okay. isn't it? Um, I am going to eat the apple one because Len says that's the best one. Solid. Um, choice. But as I it eat is. it, tangy. Um, <clears throat> so the Last of Us. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> How many malware? Do, you know, do you know what? I will. I give. I give the season five bloobs. How about that? There you yeah, go. There you go. That's what you wanted, wasn't it? Um, That's what I wanted. Yeah. Look, I, I think uh, it delivered. You know, there's a lot of pressure. A HBO show that yeah. Um, yeah. it's a video game. So you got HBO, who are the best at, at doing TV shows. Um, and then, <laughs> but then you've got the premise that it's a video game. And it's like, well, they're normally a bit shit, to be honest. Um, so yep. I think they've done a bloody good job, and I think we've got some superb performances from our from our two leads. And I genuinely think, uh, certainly, two of the episodes are you know, genuinely brilliant bits of of TV. So, um, so yeah, I'll, I'll give the series five bloobs in about a year's time i'll change that to four um but for now of course course. yeah i'll uh, i'll give it five it was it was an excellent bit of tv and certainly one that i'd recommend for anyone that likes mawam uh you sit down get your mawam out more of a harry the last of us no not harry bow fuck harry bow but you you can treat yourself to a mawam for that score (laughs) good go on son gobble it up <laughs> All right, Gareth. Um, we've heard from the one who is meant to give it the lowest score. So now I'm coming to you uh, to surely give it five blueberries. No. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because I gave all but two episodes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, five. Um, but. You know the the individual, and I think I said this all the way along. My my views, the blueberry scores I was giving, were based on the episodes in isolation, not the series as a whole. So this is a different. It's a different calculation. You know, it's based on on different things. Um, what I will say is, this didn't have to be very good, necessarily, to be one of the better video game adaptations ever made no definitely not so it's it sounds hyperbolic but it absolutely isn't when i say (laughs) this is the best video game adaptation that has ever been made on small or large screen um i also think some of the episodes were some of the best episodes of tv i've seen in a number of years i think i said that after episode three um, in the hot take as well. That's that's even before we've had a chance to talk to anybody about it. I think I said straight yeah. off the bat <laughs> that might be the best episode of TV I've seen in years. And with all of that in mind, the series gets three Harry bows <laughs> out of three, which is equivalent Whoa. to five blueberries. Go. It's mm, phenomenal. There you go. It's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, I loved it. Yeah, lovely. Well, then it's left to little old Len, uh, the elder statesman of the group, even though I'm not the oldest by age, but mm. I just feel like I would be the leader of our survivor <clears throat> group. Because you edit and produce the podcast. <laughs> mm. well, he's got rad some value, born isn't he? Leader, <laughs> just natural. In the apocalypse, you can edit and produce all of our podcasts, our apocalypses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, it's a five blue minute because. All right, next. You know what? <laughs> next. Now, you know what? Like, I said this statement, and some people think I'm mad, think I'm a bit unhinged um, when I True. said, you know, I think about this mad, story week, weekly, sometimes daily. Also, weird. And. It's weird. It is weird. It is weird. It's a weird thing. And now it's a weird I'm sentence. thinking about the show. Yeah. <laughs> And now I think about the show weekly, at least. 
uh, and not just because of the podcast and that, but yeah. just genuinely it sits in my mind and that. <laughs> so that's, that says to me it's, it's achieving something. Mm. Why have you not bought the groceries? Sorry, I was thinking of something else. <laughs> there are certain shows that genuinely live inside my brain um, <laughs> and I could list them to you right now. Uh, no. Anyone who's listened to us for a long time will know Lost is up there, as is Boys, us the leftovers group yes. here. What yeah, is it? The leftovers. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, right. Yeah. The leftovers. They live inside my skull on a daily basis. And now The Last of Us can nestle in there as well, pull up a little pew and sit in my brain somewhere because I think they did a fantastic job. Um, it is the best video game adaptation of all time. Um, you know, there are some other good examples detective pikachu that's pretty good there's also <laughs> castlevania <laughs> you weren't expecting me to say that were you john john wasn't expecting barrel scraping you know, that, isn't it? he thinks he, he only thinks uh, about detective he only thinks about detective pikachu <laughs> once every three weeks though so it's not as good john please tell me you've watched detective pikachu well, i have seen it go yeah. watch it you'll actually yeah yeah it's good isn't it? it's all right it's good yeah um yeah, it's good. Sonic the Hedgehog uh, too. Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu. Yeah. Who'd, have, who'd have thought it? Mm. Uh, but no, this is the best. This 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 is the best, and uh, I think they've done a fantastic job. I mean, the they didn't change anything uh, that that was outrageous. They didn't make any stupid decisions just to go. Oh, see, look, we changed that. They changed things <laughs> that made sense for a television show, and that's the most important thing. Scaling back the infected. Um, streamlining the story a bit more um, and, and making it, you know, seeing a few different perspectives that you don't get in the video game. I thought that was exceptionally good uh, with our weird cannibal David uh, friend. He, seeing his group sort of weird little cult was very good. On the other hand, there was obviously the Melanie Linsky not so well handled group of hunters mm-hmm. or uh revolutionists in uh, episodes four and five however episode five having the absolute standout emotional gut punch of sam and henry um outweighed any of that to be honest with you so uh for me it's a five i I think it really hits home the points of the game which are fantastic i think the performances um now will have people questioning you know which is the better Joel? You know, which is the Joel I prefer? Which is the Ellie I prefer? And I like that. I like that they're in the conversation. I still think the best way to experience the story is the game. Um, I, I think playing as these characters adds a bit more weight to the decisions that you are forced to make. Um, but overall, like for a television show, I think they nailed it. So five bloobs from me. And I'm delighted that they didn't drop the ball. And they 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 knocked it out the park. I think, um, as the analogy would say, I think it's an important the ball, knocked it out the park. <laughs> yeah, those are different sports, mate. They're completely different. <laughs> what? <laughs> the um, it is interesting. Yeah. It's an important point, I think, in that I don't know how many conversations you've had with people that aren't gamers that have watched the show. Um, yeah, but, quite a few. Yeah. Yeah, uh, quite a few. We've got some feedback about from some as well. Yeah, which right. Is interesting. Well, that that'll be interesting to hear. But um, yeah, a lot of friends that I've spoken to about it who have never played, barely even knew that it was a video game, have just loved this show. <laughs> like I've, they've been recommending it to other people. Like it's it um yeah it's it's absolutely not a requirement to have played this game, uh, as John can attest to. Yeah, you quitter. Mm. Yeah, that's right. He's a fucking quitter. <laughs> Shambles. Anyway. Um, no, you're right. And we've got some lovely feedback. And most of this episode is going to be dedicated to, now we've given you our synopsis, most of this episode will be dedicated to your feedback, our lovely, lovely listeners. Uh, and uh, we'll try and rattle through as much as we can uh, before we go dormant. Um, and before we do that, just to say a quick advert, if you are listening to this podcast or any of our Last of Us podcasts, uh, on a channel that isn't our main channel. And our main channel is called Fan Critical. Mm. Uh, there will be a link to it in the show notes. If you go over and search for that, not only will you find our lovely voices, you will also find over 300 
episodes covering all of your favorite movies and TV shows. I guarantee you there is something in there that you would like to hear us talk about. We've had movies. We've got our own shows where we cover things. <laughs> He's run out. He's run out of things after he said movies. Yeah, immediately. It? Yeah. Movies. Now, you two have got your own <laughs> other ones. It's got movies. <laughs> you two have got your worst in Netflix series, which, you know, is good fun and hilarious. And it's been referenced, uh, you know, in this podcast at times with episodes like Left Behind, because you boys did cover mm. uh, yep. a terrible Nick Cage film with that title. Uh, not only that, there's every Marvel film you can imagine. Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, Westworld, The Watchmen. The list goes on. The channel is fan critical. Please swap over now, subscribe and listen to your little heart's content. Now, little musical interlude advert. When we come back, it's your feedback on season one of The Last of Us. All right, should we dip our little hands, uh, John's very little hands, mm. yeah. into the mailbag? Um, right, before we do that, and um, go on. I'm just gonna. What mailwam should I have next? So, got strawberry, okay. orange, go orange, mate. Yeah, go or, orange. You reckon? I mean, I drink yeah. in orange juice. As no, well, raspberry, so. oh, raspberry, raspberry. Orange. Go for raspberry. I'll do no. raspberry. Um, Why are you doing raspberry? Do orange. If, raspberry rubbish. Honestly, honestly, okay, that's gonna... I'll do orange. Yeah, thank you. Um, good, at last. Um, so if we're going to do listener feedback, I want to add something to this pod yeah. because, to be honest, okay. I didn't think we were going to have a lot to talk about. <laughs> so I thought we were going to have to fill some gaps here. That's why I brought them uh, out. Okay. I know you boys have... Uh, you've You've... Uh, taken advantage of uh, Chat GPT's uh, love of the fan critical podcast, and um, yes, that's true. Yeah, and uh, and sometimes it's spot on, and other times it just does some really bizarre stuff. But but I basically asked it to come up with uh, some some quotes, uh, examples of quotes that the Minutemen okay uh, <laughs> have said okay. on I the like podcast. This. I like where this is going. Um, uh, John, can you just explain Chat GPT to anyone who doesn't know what that is? Uh, like just just before Terminator Two, basically. So AI, <laughs> it is Skynet. Yeah. Yeah. AI is taking over. Yes, it's an AI chat machine that you can ask any questions or ask it to create something, and it will make it or answer your questions. Yeah, continue. So I'll, I'll do my. <laughs> and it will be. I mean, I asked job. it for ten of my quotes, and they were all really negative. I was like, "Fucking hell!" Can you, you know, give me some positive it does stuff? Listen, it does know, yeah. Um, so I asked for some positive quotes from from myself uh, on the Fan uh -huh. Critical podcast. Uh, so number one, I'm just so excited to watch another generic superhero movie. It's not like <laughs> we've seen a hundred of these already. <laughs> It's quite spot in, in, on. I in thought. a way, that's cynical. That's the that's, that is literally that what is you would good, say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can't wait to see how they butcher my favourite book with this adaptation. <laughs> so, I mean, that's definitely not something. Well, these say. meant to be what's positive it? comments. I'm, I'm that's weird, isn't book. it? Well, I mean, it's like well, this is a, about as positive as you get, mate. To be honest, a bit annoyed that AI is calling me mate as well. Um, I'll just pick one more because there's quite a few. Um. I'm sure this movie will be the highlight of my year if the rest of the year is a total disaster. <laughs> really? That's pretty good. Um, uh, oh, actually, yeah. So when I asked for catchphrases, number two for me, unbelievable, Jeff. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> That's a football quote. It's, it's, it's got you mixed up with Chris Kamara, hasn't it? Yeah. Unbelievable, Jeff. Oh, my Jeff. God. Anyway, so here are the top 10 catchphrases that uh, that Len and Gaz have used on the Fan Critical Podcast. We'll start okay. with uh, Len. 
Again, I'll just pick a couple because some of them are just a bit random. It's all gone a bit pear-shaped. Classic, Len. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like something you'd say. Um, I'm just here for the banter. Uh, That sounds like me. Uh, Bants. That's about it. Um, at the end of the day, it is what that's... it is. Yeah. So, so those are those yeah. are your catchphrases. <laughs> Good. Um, Sounds about right. Yeah. And then for Gaz, it's, like it's gone. Chat GPT. I think this is probably my favourite. Let's be real. Yeah. Let's be real. <laughs> I'm always saying that. So, so Gaz. Yeah, guys. Uh, Cut the shit. It's not my cup of tea. Very British yeah. of you there. Um, yeah. uh, I'm just going to put it out there. That is probably something you would say. Yeah, I do say that. Yeah. I yeah, do yeah. say that a lot. Um, yeah, that's about it. That's about it. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from, good. but but yeah, so, you know, classic, classic phrases, catchphrases that will be sticking on T-shirts and giving away to Patreon subscribers from today, anyone that <laughs> subscribes. It's all got a bit pear-shaped. It's all got a bit pear-shaped. <laughs> I just add, I just Unbelievable, add Jeff. G- GTP corner. Um, yeah, that I asked it what what animal best represents each of us, um, and Len, you'll love this. Gave you a lion. Mm. Damn straight, king. Said you're a lion, lion king. No, I didn't say yeah, that. Was that Leo? The hair's lion, all though. matted and full of dirt. <laughs> you eat raw. I think it was wherever. Leo the lion, the vegan lion. <laughs> yeah. Um, gave me a fox. Which I liked. Yeah, that's pretty that's good. good. I think that's, that's yeah, accurate. A pest, yeah. Mm. Uh, foxy. A little pest, yeah. A little foxy boy. And John, mm. you got an owl. Why yeah. is owl? Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> I would say that's one of the animals furthest from what I imagine John to be. <laughs> like, genuinely. I don't know. Why are you saying <laughs> that? I'm the, old, I'm the oldest on the pod <laughs> and wisest, so. <laughs> oh, fuck you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you have the patience for an owl, mate. You just fucking just sit in your tree, like head swiveling three hundred and sixty degrees. Yeah, I don't. Well, I mean, just, I might not last yeah. long as an owl, but officially an owl. So I think <laughs> it works. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that uh, to our number one Patreon <laughs> chat GPT. Wait, yeah. before we now, move on to um, listener feedback, I I have my own <laughs> listener okay. feedback. Um, oh yeah. Uh-huh. So I'm doing a rewatch of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, excellent show. If um, don't know if any, either of you've watched it, actually, I've never spoken to either of you about it. Hilarious. I have watched it. Um, um, it was good. Sporadically, I want to watch it more. So I'm up to like <laughs> season four, and out of nowhere, a cameo appearance from none other than this is like we're talking like 2008. So she looks very different. Melanie Linsky is. In there you go. An episode. Amazing. Um, was she a shit character in that as well? Or <laughs> just... She was a leader of a cult. Um, mm. Oh, right. No, okay. she wasn't a leader of a cult. That's what she... She was a soccer mom. She was she, a soccer mom. Was mom. she a soccer mom? Except she didn't have a kid yet. That was the whole thing, was that they were trying to get a kid. Anyway, just thought right. that was uh, that was fun. Right. Her career really right. took off mm. after that. Thanks. Thanks, listener Gareth. Now, we're going to actually go to the actual listener feedback, starting up with Matt Mortensen, who says the following. Len, tiny helpless Gaz and John. I love your podcast. (laughs) I really do. I've listened to everything since you first started. I have to say, and don't take this personally, The Last of Us is shit. You are too wrapped up in your feelings from the game to review this show. Just because the game has a compelling, heart-wrenching plot doesn't mean the TV adaptation is good. They meet people, they die. The Walking Dead gave whole seasons to the villain arcs. This show is one episode and done. Move on. For fuck's sake, lads. I was hoping John, of all people, would drop his usual reality check on the hype man and his little squire. But nothing but high blueberries? Holy shit. Hallelujah. What are you thinking? Anyway, cheers, boys. I'm looking forward to your coverage of better shows and also when you get Lucy and Emma back on. Matt. P.S. How the fuck did Len and Gaz end up in Australia again? Is that something Brits do on occasion? Just move to the land of deadly animals? Well, Mm. problem is, when you're from England, 
you know, the Australian girls come into England and go, (laughs) all right, yeah, do you want to come back to Australia with us? And we just immediately get pulled away um, and leave. Yeah, they pillage us. Well, I was going to say greener pastures, but less green pastures. Um, Australia's not as green. Yeah. Um, But yes, no, we live here now. We just wanted a a life change, to be honest, Matt. Um, Gareth moved over eight, nine years ago at this point, and I moved over four years ago, maybe three years ago. So um, we are well um, embedded now in Australian culture. I can confirm neither of us have been attacked by any deadly animals. Uh, We live in a state called Victoria, which has not as many deadly animals. Um, And that was one of my biggest fears before moving over here. So touch wood, we avoid the poisonous, life-threatening spiders and snakes that lurk around every corner. Um, Moving on to his feedback about the show. Obviously, Matt, you do not like the show. Um, I don't know. He didn't say that, did he? He He said he was very disappointed in you, John. And now you've given Um, it five blueberries. He's going to be fuming. Yeah, what's he going to think? Uh, what was his name again? Matt <laughs> Mortensen. Matt Mortensen. Mortensen. Uh, sounds like kind of like a like a bang average like wrestler. I was going to say you know, like, like the ones left, that come out where they like for like Blackburn Rovers in the late nineties. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, I like that. It's an interesting name. Uh. I, look, I get where he's coming from. Um. But. And look, I like that. I, I like I like someone going against the the grain. Going against the grain. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed it. You know, I'm I'm not going to pretend that I didn't enjoy it. I, I, the, the, I think the one thing that uh, over the years, some people think that I just pretend to not like stuff just to fucking piss everyone off. But I genuinely, <laughs> it, it it is genuine. If I don't like something. It's because I don't like it. If I enjoy it, I enjoy yeah, it, and true. I and I enjoyed I, this. I've had um, words of him before, and he he, he doesn't shake his opinions. Yeah, very easily. well, I mean, it depends. For large amounts of money, I'll I'll say whatever. Right? <laughs> you know, our sponsors, Mawam, might have sent me like, a day's supply of Mawam to just plug them as much as possible <laughs> on this, uh, and I'll try. I mean, in a second. Just a um, quick peek behind the curtain for any listeners. Like this has happened in the past, where Len has said. John, I need you to give this at least a three. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's no, I never say an exact score, but I say, John, can you try and be a bit more positive this episode? And he tells me to fuck off, and that's fair enough. Yeah, I'll but- tell you how it happens. He goes, bro. Like that's that's when he's like he's appealing to my soul. <laughs> Look, bro, like again, hey, you know, yeah, 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 bro. You're like no, but you got to understand from a, a listener standpoint, you know. <laughs> Like I'm like I couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't give a fuck if a hundred thousand people are listening or ten. You know, like if I if I think something shit, I'll say it's shit. I don't care if they're on the pod. No, you know, I gave it a go. Like, you know, it's my first directing job. Yeah, and it's your last as well, mate. It was fucking terrible. Um, yeah. I haven't yeah. done as many jobs uh, since then. So <laughs> yeah, no, but that's 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 a fair point. I think. Um, uh, it'd be interesting to see what he was expecting of this series. Did, did he say he played it or? Uh, I think he, he said you're too wrapped up in your feelings from the game to review this just because the game has a compelling heart wrenching plot doesn't mm. mean the TV adaptation is good. So from that assumption, I would, I would say possibly yes. It sounds like he, he has played the game. What mm. I would say though yeah. as well is he seems to be painting it Sorry, Matt, we're like, we're speaking on your behalf now, but reading into what you're saying, it it seems like you're saying The Walking Dead was better than this. Yeah, now that is a stretch. I I will say, now I do agree that giving the villains arcs, um, you know, you're talking about Walking Dead, whether it's the comics or the show, specifically the show, um, look, me and John reviewed the show. And if you go to Fan Critical, you can hear the very... (laughs) early beginnings of the podcast me and john getting pissed every fucking monday night uh with emma um recording uh, (laughs) our reviews 
of The Walking Dead and they are hilarious. I've actually gone back and listened to a few every now and then, John, and we are so drunk during some of those podcasts. Um, I remember one. I, I will don't say, even remember finishing that podcast. <laughs> no, it was mad. Your head was like on the table. And we talked about a season finale <laughs> of The Walking Dead at one point. Anyway, um, and I will say, look, I love The Walking Dead. I love, I love everything about it, the comics. I enjoyed the show up to a point, but then it became a point where they, they made it too long. The arcs for the villains were too much. You know what I mean? And and John will back me up on oh, this. Fucking like, hell. So some dead. of that was abysmal. Like, I mean, the trash yeah. people on that I mean, arc, like, fuck, <laughs> go away, man. I mean, Scott, he was taking the fucking piss at one point. Like, Scott Gimple was taking Jesus the fucking Christ. piss, bro. Um, yeah. But when, but when The oh. Walking Dead was at its best, it was very, very good. I'll give it that. I agree. Um, there were a few episodes in there and a few mini arcs, which were fantastic. And look, Andrew Lincoln as Rick Grimes, fucking brilliant, you know, and also Jeffrey Dean Morgan as Negan, mm, fucking brilliant. Yeah. Uh, Maggie, also brilliant. Look, these some of the actors did the fucking best <laughs> they could with the material on that show. I think the difference here, in disagreement with you, Matt, is I, I think the material here in The Last of Us is so fucking good and the writing was very good in my opinion mm. you know so the actors they did a fantastic job but the heavy lifting was done for them you know yeah I mean it's, it's difficult to compare the two we're talking nine episodes versus like 10 or 11 seasons however, however long The Walking yeah, Dead went for too much mm. too much yeah okay well that's very interesting thank you for your support Matt I am sorry that we didn't dislike the show but um i'm sure as i said if you go back and listen to some of our walk why are you saying sorry jesus sorry he's allowed to have his opinion we're allowed to have ours it's it's in my nature british people apologize as you both know it's it's what we do thought you're italian okay (laughs) hey a scoozy um next up an email from john uh, John yeah? says this. You knew you were going to be on this. Yeah, John, what are you doing? <laughs> um, no, but John has written in and he said, love the podcast, gents. Uh, just to let you know, Cumberland Farms is indeed real. It's a gas slash, it's a gas station slash convenience store chain in suburban Boston and New England. So there you go. I can now sleep at night. real world places. I have to say, and we've talked about this before, the Cumberland sausage is possibly the best sausage. Mm. So, you know, uh, I'm very happy that there is a convenience store with the name Cumberland in it. You know what I mean? <laughs> no. It's a nod to Britishness. <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? <coughs> no. <laughs> Come on, mate. Next up is a message from one of our lovely patrons, Melanie. She has had this to say. Just <laughs> want to Lindsay. say that even though I haven't played the video game, and I'm not really a fan of the zombie apocalypse genre, your reviews convinced me to watch the show, and I enjoyed it way more than I thought. I agree that I I could have used a little more backstory for the Fireflies, and that last episode could have added that. But it's an interesting world, and enjoy following along with you guys. As always, you guys have me laughing out loud. Keep podcasting, and I'll keep listening. Thank (laughs) you very much, Melanie. Um, Yeah, the Firefly thing, I've been thinking about it uh, a lot they really needed to have an episode uh, with a bit more Firefly info towards the end. Mm. Do you not agree? Um, yeah, but then that's another podcast that we have to do. It's, it's just timing-wise, <laughs> isn't it? Um, yeah. No, look, I said before, like the <clears throat> these like faceless villains are just shit, aren't they? Like, and well, I mean, if the, if if you even consider them villains, we don't know enough about them in the show to to make that call. Cool, I guess that's right. Yeah. Mm. Well, you know, Marlene. You've got Marlene's perspective, mm. but that and and that was good that we saw a little bit more of her in that last episode and her relationship with Ellie's mom. But also, it would have been good to have you know a bit more backstory about the Fireflies themselves. Mm. You know, that could have been a really interesting bottle episode. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I. I don't know whether it's needed because we've seen this kind of, you know, one person's freedom fighter is another person's terrorist. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We've seen that story so many times, and there's interesting. There's no yeah. kind of. There's no way of of making that 
any vaguer or more subtle than than just kind of ignoring it and being like, all right, this is an organization. We don't entirely know what their what their hopes and dreams are, but we know that, you know, they they are anti the government just taking over. And that in a way, I think that's mm. enough. Like I don't know if it's and that and that they have like terrorist tendencies in terms of, you know, they're doing doing naughty things but they in their minds <laughs> the ends the ends justify the means that's enough i i don't think i would have got a lot from a firefly episode i think that would have been the lowest score of of the series okay. personally oh yeah maybe interesting interesting well there you go i get i get, I get what melanie's saying i get it speaks up i do get it and and like i think it's a fair point like it is a faceless enemy and yeah, do, do we want to know where they came from? I think it's one of a those frenemy. things where we think we want to know their history <laughs> until we know it, you know? Mm. Yeah. And then we're like, we didn't need That's to know true. that. Delete. Well, next up is uh, another Patreon, Steve, who has been in touch with the following. Hi, fan critical team. I really enjoyed your review of The Last of Us season finale. From a Shonley POV, I didn't feel like Joel is a villain yet. Thinking about what we've been shown so far, minimal infected on screen, and they are relatively rarely mentioned whilst there is a constant non-infected threat, why would Joel give up Ellie to cure the infected when the infected are the least of the worries in the new world? It's a good, good point. point. Yeah, very good point. Because like um, you, you... I will say that, yeah. You've like, leaned heavily yeah. into this. You've leaned heavily into Joel is a bad guy. Joel mm. is an anti-hero, and no. he is probably <laughs> one of the anti-heroes that sits on the most villainous skew that I can think of, like the closest to the dark side, uh, whilst still retaining those moments of hope. Um, it's interesting because at this point, it, it, I flip-flop. I tell, you, I tell you this all the time about what, how I feel about Joel's decision. Um, now as a parent, myself, I feel differently to how I did when I first played the game. When I first played the game, I couldn't believe what he'd done. And now I empathize with his decision more. Um, and that is just, that's life. You know, you grow up, you, you change your mind on certain things. Um, and I'm not saying that Joel is the villain, but in a way he is. Like, and people need to realize, and this is what's wrong, you know, with the gaming, you know, industry sometimes in the fandom is people get so defensive over a character uh, no, they don't. To the point where, <laughs> <laughs> to the point where they fucking just they just refuse to listen to any other in, you know input or opinion about that character. He is a flexible character. He <laughs> sits. He's like a Jamie Lannister. We've talked about this. A grey character, a morally grey character who is a yo-yo. He floats between um, yo-yos. Don't good float. and bad decisions. <laughs> Tell me, <what> yo-yos do. <laughs> Uh, look, he's like he's like do. a yo-yo. He's you know black and white. What? <laughs> he's, <back. laughs> he's dropping the ball um, and he's knocking so it out look, of the park. I don't necessarily say that Joel is the villain, but I'm just saying he did a bad thing, and I think you know we know that he has done terrible, terrible things. However, we've also seen him do nice things, loving <laughs> things, trying to protect someone, you know, so that that's what nice. I mean. He's a morally great character and those are the best characters. Um, Steve goes on to say, uh, wasn't happy that he went all Melanie and killed a surgeon, however. Yeah, so that is true. And as I've said to you before, the sur that killing that surgeon, oh boy, that is, uh, let's just say that's a catalyst for some things. Um, <laughs> she goes on to say, uh, Ellie has Ellie acted uncomfortable with the truth that Joel killed to save her, but inside, I think that his actions actually make her feel love and loyalty. Yeah. Um, what do you guys think about that? Yeah. No. Look. Uh, <clears throat> but I, I said on I said on the pod before, like, um, what's to say that you know had had if they're like, yeah, no, look, we need to get a screwdriver and smash her brains open and then we'll figure out the cure. So well, hold on. Is this definitely going to work? Because we don't know if it is. And we've grown quite fond. Yeah. You know, if, if it had let them do that, 
let's say he was laughing as well a little bit. Like that, surely that makes him a villain. <laughs> so yeah. you know, cackling. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know. He goes, but the cordyceps are in the brain. <laughs> yeah. She's like, why are you laughing saying that? Why are you laughing in that way? I haven't, I haven't heard you laughing months. <laughs> Um, and then someone pops by and goes, "Oh, we just had him on laughing gas. He was unconscious, so we just yeah, yeah. trying to ease the pain yeah, a bit." Yeah, oh, yeah. unbelievable, good. Jeff. That's all I've got to say. <laughs> so we've got a bit pear shaped. <laughs> it's not going to have a cup of tea this episode, but yeah, good. No, um, I think Ellie's look at the end, obviously referencing that last point from SD, She knows that he's lying. Um, but it's the reality that she chooses to accept because he's all that she has. And he, he, she does respect him for doing... No one's ever done anything like that for her, you know? Like, she finally has a, a parental figure in this world. So it's a very complicated look, and uh, Bella did a fantastic job emulating the game there. Uh, next up is an email from Rito, who is emailed in to say, Greetings, Minutemen. I'll try and keep this short, but I do want to thank the three of you for your fantastic coverage of this wonderful show. As a Shonley, another Shonley, uh, this was a surprisingly intense and deeply emotional ride for me. And your podcast greatly enhanced the experience, being informative, funny, and on top of that, very up and down. Oh, yep. very good. good. Lucky yo yeah. Good that. Very good, Lucky. that. <laughs> Lucky yo Or an escalator. I feel like I agreed with Gaz on every single one of his blueberry scores and would rate the season a five bloob in its entirety. Even though I share your sentiments of the finale being too short and the series feeling that it's missing an episode. Still, what a remarkable achievement. And I'm glad that Len isn't disappointed in the adaptation of one of his favourite games. Looking forward to season two. Hmm. Thanks, Rito. Yeah, very good. Lovely, well-composed email. Gareth, you got some flowers there. Thanks, Rito. Yeah, finally I mean, got his flowers. He's taken my flowers. Give them back. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, the 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 length of the last episode grates in a sense, but um, you know, if you played the game, you knew where the where the ending was going to be. Um, so it, yeah, it sort of. You know, it still reached its natural conclusion. Um, it did, but uh, but yeah, it did. It's it's of course like when when something is as good as it is as this show is, um, we're going to want more, and um, that's what season two is for. Greedy, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, Rito. Um, next up, and finally, uh, we have an email from Larissa Marks who says. Hi, Fan Critical Crew. Your podcast made it all the way over to me in Hawaii. Wow. Cheers. I originally found your podcast a few weeks ago while searching for reviews uh, about The Last of Us. Uh, you had me at your whole blueberry-only rating system. Genius. And the way you say bloob, I love hearing your thoughts about each episode <laughs> and I'm looking forward to your final take I'm on getting the Getting a bit weird. My thoughts Bloom. about The Last of Us. It is a remarkable <laughs> series of television. I know you guys debate the watching experience of people who played the video game and those who didn't. As someone with zero experience with the game, zero I can tell you that every episode of The Last of Us, <laughs> zero, zero bloops, every episode of The Last of Us was powerful, resonant and haunting. In the giraffe scene, I love that Ellie is fascinated by the giraffe while Joel is fixated on Ellie. He only cares about her well-being at that moment. I cannot stop thinking about the different ways the story and characters illustrated the beauty and horror of love. Joel's arc as the protagonist and arguably the villain will stay with me for a long time. By the end of season one, has Joel himself become just as consumed by those infected by the cordyceps? Not sure where season two will take us, but I'm happily along for the ride. Side note, between your Last of Us episodes, I found your Watchmen episodes, my favourite TV series of all time. Anyway, just want to say thanks for the puns, reviews, and bloobs. Keep it up. And your favourite podcast of all time. What a lovely email. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What a lovely, lovely email. Mm. Thanks, Larissa. Hawaii, um, eh? That's that's a nice way. That's cool. That is good. It? Aloha, I believe they say that way. Mm. Don't you, boys? Yeah. That's uh, hello and goodbye. Um, so don't well, get mixed up. Go. It is, Gary. I think we're wrapping up the podcast, don't... Larissa, because mm. we're not. <laughs> um that there's some good points in there from Larissa. First of all, uh, the way we say bloob, um, 
That is good, actually. <laughs> I wrote down earlier, and I don't know how you guys feel about it's this. It's not my cup of tea. Um, when, <laughs> it's all got a bit pear-shaped. Um, <laughs> I was typing these notes out earlier, and I've decided that instead of writing, what I've usually done is write blueberries the traditional way. But then today, I wrote B-L-O-O-B Aries. So bloob Aries. <laughs> yes. And I, it just felt right to me. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. yeah. You've never, you so, never written it like that before. No, no. no John, no. hold on. I think you're I think missing the notes... point. He didn't write B-L-O-O-B-S. He wrote B-L-O-O-Berries. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's what oh, I wrote. Right, but I okay. usually write blueberries. Uh, like right, actual right, blueberries. Right, right. Blueberries, blueberries with, with two O's. O's there. Right, okay. <laughs> isn't that like... I'm pretty sure that's a, a toilet thing, isn't it? Like a fucking... Mm. Yeah, could be. Blue. I think it is. It probably belongs in the toilet. Yeah. That decision. But anyway, you know, I really enjoyed it. You can't uh, So that's you. the thought about bloobs. Um, it's you know what's nice actually hearing from a lot of this feedback is how many Shonleys have written in, fellow Shonleys like you, John, and how much the show has really resonated with them. Um, mm. well, not all I would say to everyone in the feedback who hasn't played the game, if you ever get the opportunity, even if you're not a gamer, please do go play the game. I think you'll really enjoy it actually. Um, the giraffe scene that Larissa talks about here, we were heavily critical, or well, you guys were, I, I was fine with it, but you were a bit <laughs> critical about the giraffe scene. Have your yes. thoughts on that changed at all? Or no. you still but I, I haven't watched okay. it like eight times since. You know, I watched it once, get, get it done, do the podcast, that's it, move on with my <laughs> life. Um, uh, so, uh, no, my thoughts haven't changed. And Gaz is the same as well. I know I'm, he is. I'm, I'm busy with Succession now, to be honest. So, Ooh. which is fantastic. Episode Episode One of Season Four was fucking brilliant of of Succession. So Let's compare the giraffes. Well, you're not got up to that episode spoiler. yet. Spoiler for Succession Season Four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see the the scene with Roman Roy and the giraffe. It's just a what's the giraffe whole, doing whole in a thing? boardroom? It's mental. <laughs> There's going to be a few changes around here. And what do you think, Mr. Longneck? Well, I'm not sure, but maybe we should ask the giraffe sitting next to you. Nibble, nibble, nibble. Yeah, there you go. That's a good Very one. good. Um, what, what do you think about... Uh, she's made the same point here about... Uh, actually, let's talk about this. Watchmen Boys. Larissa here says Watchmen Boys. Watchmen Boys. Is that the prequel? Um, do you miss that show? Do you miss Watch the old boys. Watchmen show? Yeah. Do I miss it? Um, yeah, I'm going to go back and watch it, I think. I need to do that as well. I would love to do a rewatch, actually. Well, I will say this. Um, should we have a watch party? Should we just watch it together, no. John? Gaz, you can join in if you want. <laughs> um, all right. Um, I had a listen to one of our Watchmen podcasts a few weeks back. Oh, yeah. Um, just yeah. I was just, just bored. Um, on the way on a train home mm. after a few drinks, and okay. it was a phenomenal listen. They're a really good, really good podcast. Mm. Um, Which episode was it, Gareth? Uh, it was, <laughs> it was the one with um, all of the jokes. Sounds like a Friends episode. <laughs> it sounds like a Friends episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, no, it was the it one was with one the big kept... blue dildo. <laughs> that is an episode, genuinely. Yeah. Uh, not us recording the podcast. It's in the Watchmen. <laughs> if you haven't seen the Watchmen, yeah. that's that's a good point. And Larissa brings up here: if you haven't seen the Watchmen, go watch the Watchmen because it is fucking fantastic. Not the movie; the movie's still good, but go see uh, the HBO. Who watches uh, 10 the Watchmen? Run. You Who watches the Watchmen. You the listener, and we you were, watch the Watchmen. Yeah, we were the Watchmen watchers, and that was a glorious time to be podcasting. We had a great time with mm. that. Let me add um, Thank you very much, Larissa, <laughs> uh, for your <laughs> thoughts there. And I'm glad that you found our Watchmen episodes. As, as I said, if you subscribe to the Fan Critical channel, um, like Larissa has, you will see not only reviews of Watchmen, but reviews of probably all your favorite shows and movies. So please do go and check that out please do subscribe to fan critical and if you want to donate some monies to us and help us out further you can go to patreon.com forward slash fan critical uh, like some of our lovely patreons have written just in a here couple bucks. you get access to some bonus content and you can also just message us whenever you want um 
you know, and the money helps us with production costs and all that jazz. You know, standard procedure these days, really, for a lot of outfits, I'd say. And uh, that is it for our coverage on season one of The Last of Us. Have you boys got anything else you would like to add before the end of this podcast? Uh, <clears throat> no, just thanks for listening, you know. Um, good point, John. Thank you. Yeah, uh, It's yeah, always... I will say we've had uh, some really lovely feedback mm. this season yeah. it's been a it's been a great season uh we are incredibly grateful for anyone who listened and was uh with us for the journey this horrible journey across america infected america post-apocalyptic america it's been lovely to have you along for the ride gareth any final words um just that i wanted to reveal that i'm hooded justice oh no oh. sorry we're not wrong pod. <laughs> yeah. that's a watchman joke yeah, Good that. that is a watchman joke Good, that Gareth. Yep. Very good. Um, and as I said, yep, uh, we're going to have a little break because uh, we've deserved it. We're going to discuss uh, what we're going to be covering next. And Nothing, um, then <laughs> check out that on our socials. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, have a be across our socials to hear more on that. But as I said, thank you for your incredible support. Uh, uh, it's been a great season of television and thoroughly enjoyable covering it. So thanks very much. Everyone out there, please do enjoy and survive. Gareth, thank you. John, thank you. Goodbye. And goodbye. Not really my cup of tea. It's all got a bit pear-shaped. <laughs> Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.